Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys! Hi guys! Welcome back to the pod. I'm always like, is she gonna say it first? Am I gonna say it? I know. Happy to be back, you guys. We have like a few topics that we want to touch on today. Um, just like I feel like it's like things that people don't like talk about, but that are kind of important Mm -hmm. for like the long game and just kind of like details you should know type thing. So we're really excited to share that with you guys today because we like coming up with, you know, new things to talk about, new things to share just to help you guys or like things like we didn't know. You know, as yeah. we've kind of learned along the way, I guess. But before it's we... It's like an Influencer 101. Essentially, that's what this is. So before we dive in, what has influenced you this week? We always like to share what's currently influencing us. It can be like a person, a place, like a vibe, an item. <laughs> like it can be anything really. But yeah, okay. So what is influencing you? Okay, I, like, don't want to say this for, like, what feels like the third week in a row, but, like, New York Fashion Week, everything has just been consuming my every thought. Um, So I feel like I've just been shopping obsessively, trying to find some outfits, but, like, nothing. Okay, I ordered something. I'm struggling. Let's be Zara Online is, like, pretty good right now. But Zara in stores not... I went yesterday to return a shirt that I had bought for Hawaii that I never wore. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, I'm never going to wear this. I I don't need it. So I was like, I'll just return it because that'll be like a meal in New York, you know. So just trying to like get all the money. And I like went in there and they did have their fall stuff out. Like they definitely Mm -hmm. didn't have as much color anymore. But like I just wasn't impressed with the pieces or I just felt like there wasn't anything new or unique or that popped because mm-hmm. I feel like the color tones that they had were very like earth was it tones. red and blues and stuff? no it was like greens and browns like oh, very like fall yeah so I was kind of shocked so honestly it helped my wallet because I just went to yeah. the checkout to return so thank god also thank god the Zara fitting rooms are finally open again so that line they is longer are? oh that line is longer than the checkout line finally and I just walked yeah, right literally. in, walked right up to the counter, returned my shirt, and peaced out. Wow. Honestly, that's, like, a very big accomplishment. I've noticed that, like, it's not really worth it to, like, go in-store anymore to Zara because they always have better stuff online. Even okay, though it's kind but of that website shop. is so I know. You not... kind of have to, like, push through it. But I bought a red outfit that I want to style from them. And then I bought, like, some white heels I think yesterday okay like little like stilettos like I'm they're not stilettos but like they're like little pumps so cute I just think like too it's really confusing about like what the weather's gonna be like like is it gonna be hot like there's gonna be a hurricane is about to like hit the east coast so it's like is that gonna affect New York fashion week I mean obviously it's still like a week or so away but like you know like it's just so unpredictable I feel like is it's gonna be like hot and humid is it gonna be cooler because I feel like last time we got really lucky with weather it was so nice yeah it was like 68 sunny Sunny, wasn't too hot it was so nice but now it's just like I don't know I feel like it's been so long and we just have no idea and like I don't know I'm I'm stressing a little not gonna lie I know I feel like everyone's feeling the pressure because well, and I'm know. like, are it's my outfits good enough? Like, are they going to stand out enough? Is this boring? Like, <sighs> I know. I mean, I guess you really just have to, like, stick to, like, what you really love. And honestly, I feel like the basic outfits sometimes are really cute. Yeah. Yeah, but... I've definitely been spending a lot of time on Pinterest lately trying to find, like, fall fashion or things that inspire me. And I feel like I just don't really know which direction I want to go. So that's know, what's same. making it kind of hard. But... I was like going through my outfits and trying to put things together and I kind of like leaning towards like obviously neutrals and then I feel like with pops of green I think yeah, that's, that's a good idea. direction I'm gonna go because I feel like I You're already like, have a lot of that stuff for me <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm just trying to think about my feet as a whole and like I just don't feel like if I throw blue in there like I just don't think it's gonna like 
go. Yeah. That's it. I mean, so like you're going to have a stunning feed. I feel like I'm literally just that. buying all the colors right now. <laughs> so we'll see. You know, that's sometimes that's when a preset comes in handy because then it's still kind of yeah. cohesive. But Tone we'll see how red does down. on the feed. Because I'm are you going sure. like full out red? Like, yeah, like, I like literally bought a full red outfit, outfit. and I'm like, I'm pretty excited. I'm either going to. So I have a full red outfit. I bought like these stunning and it's funny because I'm like buying these heels, but I know like I will only be wearing them once we arrive to the show, wear them into the show, wear them and out of the show, and up. then immediately change. No, Literally. I have shoes like that too. Like absolutely not walking yeah. in them. So I got red heels and they're like not an aggressive red. Like they're like a really pretty red. And so I have that and then like this red top. And then I'm either going to do the red skirt that I got with it or if it's too much, I'm going to change it to like jeans or something like that or like some like a skirt I'm not totally sure I like bought jeans pants too just or um pants or a skirt so I can decide yeah but yeah I've noticed a ton of red like in all the stores I don't know if you've like seen that I or feel if like I, I block like, red out, out of my yeah. um colors that I see I just don't yeah see you're red. like I don't see it sorry <laughs> But yeah, I guess that's our influence, you guys. It's just consuming our every yeah. thought. Um, and I'm excited. I though. hope everyone I think else it's is- gonna be so fun. I'm in this group chat, and like all the girls are just talking about everything, and like some of it's really good information, and some of it like stresses me out. So, what stresses you out? Just like everyone talking like the, about everything. The details. Like, how everyone's kind of freaking out you know if like everyone's freaking out then you're like oh shoot should I be freaking out like now I'm stressed like they're making me oh, stressed that reminds, that reminds you me of the I mean? office episode um if you know you know uh Michael Scott during the fire alone <laughs> yeah and he's like everybody stay calm yeah that's like the vibe right now I feel like so we'll see I'm just excited to be in New York and you know what we're just gonna have a really fun time yeah I'm so excited I'm excited for a change um Obviously, I honestly like, was thinking still... I wish we like extended our trip a little longer. I was like, darn it, we should have stayed I longer. Same. I mean, we still can. You never know. We still can. <laughs> we'll see how we're feeling. You never down. know. <laughs> okay, yeah. so okay, that's us rambling about fall and yeah. fashion week and what our influence is this week, and we're just completely consumed by it, as you can tell, and we could just probably go on forever, but mm-hmm. we will dive into our episode of the nitty-gritty of being an influencer, and then we wanted to touch on FTC guidelines, too, because I feel like people actually don't talk about FTC and what it is and what it means and I recently had to do my own research because of what a brand was requesting yeah. and I was like wait a second so I was researching and found some things so I just wanted to share it with you guys because I thought it was pretty important so we'll talk about that later but diving in to the nitty-gritty things of being an mm-hmm. influencer or things that like people don't talk about but it could really help you in your influencing career and just building relationships so I guess we'll just yeah, start just with the, they're just like some of the behind the scenes type thing yeah because yeah, yeah, like yeah. obviously our stories are like a the ma- fun major stuff highlight yeah um I feel like we try to put the behind the scenes too but sometimes it's hard though because I, I feel like, like yeah I feel like you don't want to like talk bad about a brand and if exactly. you're obviously storing about where you are and what you're doing and then you're like oh my gosh this happened that was so bad then people can put like two and two together mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it's like I feel like it's a fine line of like that balance of sharing the good and the bad but we obviously want to yeah. like share everything with you guys so I feel like the first one is like a really good example so the first yeah. thing is events and if you don't live in LA like us we live in San Diego so we have to drive to events all the time which means it's a two and a half to three hour drive there and back, and back. so each way <laughs> so it could be a total of four to six hours driving just depending on traffic and sometimes we literally only have one event lined up for For like an hour and a half max like yeah I don't know like and then we just maybe grab some lunch and turn around and head home because of just timing and traffic and everything we don't want to like hit the traffic but we also don't want to stay super late so Mm -hmm. I feel like we've kind of nailed it down in terms of timing but it is a lot to drive for one event and we get to events and people are like oh my gosh you drove 
all the way from San Diego. Like, yeah. that's so crazy. You I know? know. We get that a lot. But honestly, to us, I feel like it does feel productive and it does feel worth our time because a lot. Yeah. And like not saying that, you know, like something has to be in it for you every single time. But like, obviously, you're meeting the brand contacts face to face. You're meeting PR brands, agencies face to face. And I feel like they remember you when yeah. obviously they can put a face to your name and your Instagram. Yeah. And so to us, like, it's so worth it meeting these people one-on-one face-to-face, like speaking to them. Like we're not just, especially you know, after like, an COVID Instagram and everything account. too. Like, you know, yeah. we obviously didn't have any of those kind of face-to-face meetings for over a year and, you know, brand reps change a lot. And so there might be someone new at a company that you've worked with. So now it's like, you want to rebuild that relationship And so the best way to do that, if you're able to, is go to events, network, you know, meet these people, really like invest the time. Or if you know you are going, maybe reach out to one of your contacts and ask them if they want to grab coffee while you're there just to like kind of add something to your like to-do list. Um, Yeah, it's just like a sweet gesture. And also like you are probably going to be top of mind as well, like for certain activations, campaigns, like events, because they know and trust you. And I feel like trust is the biggest thing because like, I feel like when you meet someone face to face, like, you know, they're not going to like screw you over or like do a bad job on a campaign because you just like have this like trust after meeting each other in person. That's just my opinion. But um, that's definitely why we are more than willing to drive to LA even if it's just for one event and sometimes Um, things don't pan out how you think they're going to like we went to this one thing at the Grove and we're like okay this could be a good like opportunity so we go we we this is literally the only thing we went up for we drove we got there showed up like went to the store met the rep like did our stories tried things on like submitted our select to the rep and then we never got the selects we never got it it was kind of a weird experience we were the only girls there and it was just like a little pop-up I want to say yeah Um, it was still fun to go to but that's just an example of like not everything it was just frustrating because worth your time yeah obviously they're like oh yeah you're gonna be getting this and then I followed up with the like rep a little bit later like maybe a week or two after like nothing came in the mail and they're like oh so sorry like actually everything sold out and we're just like what like yeah it was like kind like, of just, and that was it so we yeah so we're like okay we literally I actually think I emailed this brand too like letting them know like it is a little frustrating considering that we did take the time to drive up and like we held out our end of the bargain by storying and sharing the brand like we did everything it, we needed to and do and this like, was in the email by the way like we really were excited to get the select yeah we weren't expecting them it was just in it was a part of the Right. They said if we drove up and went to this, we could Mm -hmm. pick out a couple outfits, which is pretty standard. So we were like, great. Mm -hmm. So we did that. Never received them. Followed up. And they just told us essentially they sold out and (laughs) they like said we could pick from other selects. But at that point, you're just kind of over it. I don't think we got it. Yeah. Yeah. So they were were completely different. Yeah. So So that was like unfortunate and definitely didn't like really do anything for us but right but you're never gonna know if you say no <laughs> exactly right so, so it's like it, it could have been go. an amazing opportunity and we didn't want to miss out on that mm-hmm. and since it is part of our job anyway it's like we don't mind because otherwise we'd probably be sitting at home doing admin in front of a computer or like shooting right. so it's like we like to take the opportunity to go up but yeah I guess just like don't always expect something in return like I think we've learned like we literally don't count on anything until it's like finalized like the package is at our door you know type thing or like the contract is signed like those kind of things just because there's so many changing factors or moving factors at all times like things can just like fall through so that was like a good learning experience and yeah that was that was something but you know what you live and you learn you live and you learn and we just go to other events you just will never you actually will never know what's going to be like quote-unquote worth it or what's not going to be worth worth it so to us like we'd rather just go and not get FOMO or like miss out on a really cool opportunity I feel like sometimes brands are really good at like building up like what their event is going to be and then you get there and it's like completely different than what you expect like you're like expecting like dj music like snacks like a lot of people and you get there and it's just like a small group of like eight girls like some light refreshments and that's it you're like okay yeah 
Yeah, but there's definitely been events that we almost didn't go to, and then we ended up going last minute, and it was like one of the best the events we've been to. Ever. Or like we just met some amazing girls because you also get to meet other bloggers there, and that's also a huge part of it. Like networking within the community is so important as well, and it's just yeah. like nice to meet other faces and just like have those connections when you do go to other events and like see them there or if you're in their city and like you want to get coffee or even like you know like something like New York Fashion Week it's just fun to meet up with girls in the like space so yeah yeah okay so the next thing is networking which kind of relates to the event aspect Mm -hmm. but I feel like you know you can go to event and like not network at all And really lose out on that opportunity if you're not like thinking about it. So I definitely think at the beginning when we started, we like networking was not our priority or like top of mind. We'd literally go there. We'd only talk to our friends. We would like take our little goodie bag and leave. Yeah. And obviously that's not going to like help you in the long run. So I think we've started to obviously branch out more, talk to new people, go say hi. Like if we see a blogger that we've been following on Instagram, like go up to them Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, are you so-and-so? Like so nice to meet you in person, been following you for a while and just kind of like making those connections or with the brand reps. And like I feel like networking can definitely be scary and intimidating. Oh, totally. I'm someone who's like very – nerve well I was someone who was very nervous about networking at first like I remember the first few events especially like I don't know like it just seems scary going up to someone that you don't know and like saying hi introducing yourself because I think like the root of that is like you don't ever want someone to like turn away or like like, reject you friendly back yeah like rejection but I feel like I learned that in like sales classes like the reason people are afraid to like do anything is because they're afraid of rejection Mm -hmm. without even trying so it's like you never even know yeah but I will say like everyone in this community is honestly so sweet and it also comes from like I feel like to be in this like space and going to events and stuff like you have to be a generally like outgoing nice person because like I don't know how you can get that I feel like we've been pretty lucky with like our interactions with people but we've definitely heard horror stories for sure yeah we have and obviously you're always gonna have like those but don't take it personally yeah obviously it's like that person and not you Mm -hmm. yeah so I I don't think I've really ever had like a bad experience networking um I can't think of one I don't think which is I feel great. like I've I had a like few on like the blogger side where I went up to go say hi to bloggers and then they were the ones who were kind of like brush you off or kind of oh, ignore right. you you know what I mean but definitely not like with brands not or anything contacts. yeah yeah and I think like with networking I feel like I don't know if you notice that I do this but like every time before we go to an event I have to like hype myself up and I'm ha- I'm like okay you guys I'm <laughs> gonna it. like say hi to like this oh, many yeah, people. You okay, if we see this person, we are going to say hi. And I feel like I just have to like mentally like hype myself for it. So yeah. that like when we get in there, we're like ready to go and not be like, oh my God, should we go say hi? Like, oh my God, I look know. who it is. Like, should we say something? Like, I'm already mentally in that space to be like, boom, if we see someone, honestly, we're that's going a good over. practice. And like, I also wanted to make a note of like, if you're someone who's a little more nervous and timid about, you know, networking, going up to people first, like, if you can go with someone yeah. who's not as nervous, like I would really suggest that. Like I feel like Alyssa <laughs> is really good at going up to people. So I feel like I've like a lot of my like timidness with networking, like kind of, you know, like uh, over time it goes away because like, yeah. I feel like you, get used you to also it. like help me with that because you're like always like, I'm like hey, let's go people. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm like scared to, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like everyone's a little bit nervous meeting people for the yeah, first time. That's totally you know, natural person. and like normal. Yeah. But you definitely get used to it. So I think the more you do it, the less, you know, scary it it seems but and I um, feel like too it's yeah. good if you go to something by yourself as well because obviously mm-hmm. that's super super scary and like I remember doing that and I would like sit in my car and have to like hype myself up I'm like I okay, know just same, go in honestly like stay for 15 minutes like that's it you only go in stay for 15 minutes and if you don't like it just leave and then you yeah. go in and you end up seeing people you know or like you meet new people or there are other girls there who buy themselves too and it's like a really good feeling when you do that right. because you feel like you've really pushed yourself out of your comfort zone you've accomplished something and you've made like new relationships friendships networking yeah whatever totally. so 
Yeah, I always think, because I feel like sometimes if you go with a group, you only stick with your group and you don't really try to branch out and like Mm -hmm. say hi to other people and meet other people. So that's just kind of like another take on it. Yeah, and and something something I've noticed is just like when you see a girl and like, like, you know, she's not looking like super like approachable or something like she's probably so nervous too so like and then when you go up and say hi like seeing like the relief or like you know just how happy they are that you did come say hi yeah I feel like that's happened before yeah like you start to learn that people are just as nervous if not more and even if they're they're like bigger creators too yeah even totally all those girls like I remember we were in a showroom and we're like oh my gosh that's so and so like we should say hi and we're like no she's kind of keeping to herself she's quiet like we won't say anything and I was like you know what like whatever I'm not so I walked over and I was like hey like are you so and so like I've been following you like just wanted to say hi introduce ourselves and she's like oh my gosh hi like that's so nice of you like you know I'm so shy I'm so sorry like I don't like you know say anything and it's like oh no it's like not a big deal like whatever and then you break the ice and then everything's fine right Uh, yeah and it's just like that first like moment of like doing it then you have like a new friend I feel like the moment you meet someone in person it's just like oh my god like we've known each other forever you know yeah so yeah I hope those little tips helped to maybe change your mindset if you're nervous about networking but it is like such a huge part of the industry I would say I definitely think like events and networking and just putting yourself out there meeting new people meeting your contacts face to face like getting coffee like showing up to events even if they're not like super beneficial or you don't really get Mm -hmm. anything out of it say like you don't really get any gifting or whatever like it's still worth going and we have fun I feel like we make everything like as fun as possible and yeah if it's not then there's stories from it so you know yeah it's a it's a a learning experience and it's all worth it in my opinion (laughs) oh definitely agree Okay, so the next one is sometimes, this is what it feels like, (laughs) trading a 9 to 5 for a 24-7. And I feel like that sounds like really intimidating, but it's actually not because you love what you do. Yeah, this is just like part, you know, of the quote-unquote nitty-gritty of being an influencer and being in this industry. Like at some point, like if you are taking social media like super seriously like you do see this as a career move that you want to go in or like an industry that you want to be in like you probably will be trading a nine to five for 24 7 so but it's so much more worth it because you're just working for yourself like you're building up your own brand like no one can fire you and you're just you know working for yourself but um I I definitely think oh god I was just gonna say like I remember like working like seven hour days at my nine to five like was not a nine to five it was like seven to seven p.m but I was like oh my god like this is taking up all my time like I have no time for social media like and I wasn't it wasn't even about the hours that I was spending at this other job it was just like the hours that I couldn't put into like you know building my own brand and it just wasn't what I wanted to do so you definitely work 24 7 I would say in this industry but it doesn't feel like you're working yeah I definitely think like balance is still important but like you said it's worth it in the long run because you're investing in yourself and your business and it's cool because like you might feel like you're working 24 7 but you can do things like during the day that like most people can't do because they're at their work so like Mm -hmm. you can go get your nails done in the middle of the day or you can go grocery shopping you can run errands like go to the bank whatever like you can do all these things like while people are at work so it's not as busy and then you can save your work for like at home in the evening you know where you can do things during the day or like you know sometimes we have our event days where we're driving so we'll wake up we'll leave san diego at like nine get to la at like 11 30 do our events leave la at like three get home at like six you know, eat dinner and then do admin work for the rest of the night. But that's like fun stuff. That's like what we're wanting to do. And it's just obviously, again, it's worth it. And, you know, like we said, it's like high risk, high reward. So that's what it kind of feels like. Like you're not, you're not like working. Like it's not like stressful work. It's not like I can't wait to be done for the day and go home or like you don't really like look forward to quote-unquote Fridays because like every day you're getting to do like what you want to do. But you look forward to Mondays so. Exactly yes you love Mondays because that's the day you can like start sending emails and doing everything again because obviously like brands don't work on the weekends unless there's events but 
I feel yeah. like you guys get what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, like high risk, high reward. Like it's kind of obviously risky living your nine to five, but it's also like such a high reward. Like I cannot even stress that enough. Um, I feel how like much like, you we've, can get from this Yeah, industry. and like we're both doing financially better than what we were doing um, at our nine to five. Yeah, like like it's crazy because it it's like that's the one different. thing that's the one thing I feel like that holds people back is the money exactly and it's like because oh like this is stable you know yeah exactly like I was gonna say like it seems like such a stable job and like yes this industry is not for someone you know who like needs stability I mean maybe you get used to it because like I did and I thought I needed stability but I realized I like don't I'm I would rather be doing something that I love every day of my life but um yeah so that's what I mean by like high risk high reward yeah because the money I don't know the advertisements are huge like that's how you know that like marketing is going these days and how like companies are advertising their products it's like all real people using their products in everyday life it's not like a cheesy you know I mean they're not always cheesy but like commercials and things like that so um, yeah well that's how I feel like I shop is like I will see things on like real people and that's how I make my buying decisions and what I buy totally you know what I mean so it's like if I see mm-hmm. it somewhere then I'll probably buy it or if I'm getting these ads on Instagram like that's what I'm gonna buy from so exactly I mean and we all know that like there's so much money in influencer marketing and more and more brands every day are getting budgets for it because they're seeing mm-hmm. like the huge rewards that it has so it's I been think, a process, you guys. Like, let yeah. me tell you. Like, two years ago, maybe a year ago, I feel like there was not, you know, I feel like there was like brands a few brands as much it. money out yeah. for it. Like, and it their was budgets very were way low budgets. Yeah. Like, I would say like two to 300. Like, I was excited to get like a $300 campaign. Like, and like, that was like when I was at 25K or something. Or yeah. Maybe 20K. I don't really. Yeah, no, that was definitely when I was like in the 20Ks, but now like people in 20k area are making close to a thousand I would say yeah. like per collab so yeah it's crazy yeah. how the industry, industry changes, changes especially with that but it just seems like we personally think it's not going anywhere we're like obviously team Instagram and like we just feel like obviously there are other social media platforms too like TikTok is obviously taking off and people are getting really good deals on TikTok so we're both still working on trying to grow I our know, TikToks. Just, Instagram's but like my first love and like it's we're ugh, just, just so committed love, to it. Honestly. I love Instagram. Like, I don't know. I just really do. Yeah. So You know, sometimes we have those bad days, but or it's months okay. and it's yeah. okay. <laughs> it's okay. It'll we talk about the back. roller coaster goes up and down. Yeah. You know, here for the ride. You guys can always DM us because you have to write it trust out. Me, I'm going through it. I feel like I'm always going through it. But it's okay. It's good. <laughs> We're manifesting like fall content popping off, you know. Oh yeah, I'm so like, ready for I feel fall. like people are kind of like over summer content a little bit. Well, um, I feel like also too because it's probably started a little earlier than normal because people weren't really going to work, so it's like people were taking vacations oh, a yeah, you're lot right. earlier Honestly, than yeah. what they normally would have. So it's like summer content started so early. We literally went from like sweats to like summer real fast and now it's kind of just like over it and like ready for fall and layering and like I feel like there's so many good inspo picks out there for fall that get me so excited. I know it's gonna take some getting used to like shooting in front of walls again i'm honestly so excited for that i'm so excited i'm so ready for parking garages <laughs> yeah, you love your walls plain walls garages, just so yeah. me and it's just like what i feel like is truly me so i feel like this summer i really pushed myself out of my comfort zone with like yeah, colors and things like that but i'm so ready to go back so yeah. ready i'm i'm ready to see a change you know yeah it'll be it'll be ready fun. for a change and i think new york is gonna be so perfect for that yeah totally that's kind of like forcing forcing the fall content change. Yeah. And then I guess the last thing along the lines of that 24-7, you know, you're always working. Your screen time is probably really high. Oh, my God. Um, like, you're always on your phone. Yeah. But it's... I just – I don't think there's anything wrong with it as long as you're, you know, finding that balance and you're able mm-hmm. to put your phone down and not look at it, you know, yeah, like during downtimes. I love to go – on walks on the beach sounds cheesy but that's like my favorite thing to do to like 
unplug and just like yeah. not have my phone with me and like um recently starting in Hawaii I tried to like leave my phone places because I feel like you have in your phone like kind of it, it's on anxiety but you just feel the need to constantly check it so like if yeah. you can leave your phone somewhere I feel like that's really really nice to just yeah. unplug yeah I think we kind of get like addicted to our phones and we don't really realize it and we're like I don't know what it is but I love getting notifications and, like, oh my god I'm the Instagram opposite. notifications oh my gosh mail it notifications I, I don't know why love notifications so I'm like Wait, always checking so to like see if I have a notification you know and that kind can create like a bad habit so I definitely like you just said like work on setting my phone down or if we go on take the dogs on a walk I'll leave my phone like I don't need my phone on a dog walk like I'm not exactly like, I do There's not need to be things. taking a picture of them walking you exactly. know what I mean like I'm like why am I taking my phone to like check the mail exactly like I don't know so like setting it down there or if like we go pick up dinner or whatever just like trying like moments here and there to put it down or like when we're watching tv or I don't know you know just trying to like yeah and it's definitely like a balance when you do like have a partner it's kind of like I sometimes feel like I'm always on my phone luckily he doesn't really care but I definitely could see that could be like a really annoying issue to some people so just like figuring out a balance with that too yeah, I think it's like being in social media and being just so used to being on your phone, you don't think twice about it. Like, it's just like, it's always in my hand. I'm always just like checking. Like, you know, I feel like if I get an email from a brand, I like always want to respond like as fast as possible. Yeah, it's, so like, it's like, I don't want to miss that notification. So, yeah. but yeah, not having that mindset and really working on like, it's okay to like put your phone down. If you don't respond for like 30 minutes, like nothing is going right. to happen. And it's like, like on that note it's also so strange to me when I am with people who aren't in social media at all like I was at a bachelorette party a few weeks ago for one of my friends and like I don't even remember the last time I was around that many people who were not on social media at all like no oh, yeah. like they're like all engineers yeah and I felt so I don't know it kind of just like I don't I don't know how to like put you're this. like it what are you guys doing like made me Instagram to check yeah I was like oh my god I need to like post in the morning and like everyone's just chatting and I'm like okay love that but like I can't do that because I have to post um and then just like trying to story everything I was like oh I like really like don't need to be doing this but it just like changes your perspective I feel like but then it's nice when we're together like on trips and stuff because I don't feel as bad being on my computer right and like you know doing like emails, sitting in silence doing, like and like phones, yeah just like, like on in your the phone, same room yeah, yeah. like we get it <laughs> Yeah, but it's probably strange to other people. Yeah, it's always definitely interesting to be around people who aren't in social media because it's just kind of like you're like, wow, like what do you do with your time? Because obviously, like yeah. social media consumes a lot of our time. So just yeah, different worlds again. You know? Finding the balance, but that's definitely a part of you know the the BTS of the industry. Definitely. Yeah, and I think that screen time, it kind of leads into our next topic, which is all the admin work and behind the scenes. I feel like people who like judge social media people or who always leave like hate comments think that like all we do is literally take a picture and post it and like that's it and people just really like talk down on it but they have no idea what happens behind the scenes and like sometimes you'll see us post on our stories like oh today's just an admin day like nothing crazy and if you're newer in the social media world you might be like oh what does admin day mean like what does that consist of yeah I feel like everyone is always saying like admin admin stuff admin that's like yeah. the, that's the um term for like emails contracts negotiations selects yeah. kind of just like all your computer work yeah goes exactly into admin I don't and know it's like we're literally like used, a one-man but... team essentially like we right. personally don't have management we don't have interns so it's literally us doing everything and a, a lot of that stuff takes a really long time like signing and reading contracts and like you know just even signing them getting the copy and sending it to the brand it takes time like my and least favorite the thing full contract, like yeah 
my least favorite thing is invoicing i feel like it takes Same. so long we talked about this. <laughs> it takes so long because you have to like find all the details i like to put when i posted like the dates and the invoice and like it's like not that bad when you have to do a couple and it takes hours you're like what the heck did i just but do then my like time? also i like to usually send them with your insights as well so i'll like also do the screenshots like make the insight yeah. deck so it kind of just feels like this tedious thing i don't know why and it's like each brand it's, takes like 30 minutes to do and right. you're like why is this so tedious yeah so i mean if you can hire out like an intern or assistant like that's where it gets you know super Helpful, handy to have yeah. those people but i feel and like if you're also, like me and i i like to be in control like yeah, you know i totally. would ha- if i were to hire someone i would have to like trust them like essentially with my life because like I just want to yeah. make sure everything's getting done right you know what I mean and I feel like I struggle and, with like delegating yeah. yeah and just like you know giving access to right that information to someone. Yeah. like that's takes a lot of trust but like that being said management taking on management um does really help with all the admin stuff if you aren't able to like also if you have a nine-to-five job and you can't do all the admin things like that's when management can come in handy and we have like a full episode on management and the pros and cons and kind of just like diving deep into that so if you're interested take a listen I don't remember which episode it is but we definitely have one on it yeah and, and I feel like can too really help, is like the admin stuff all these tasks are like what we're doing a majority of our week you know what I mean like oh, we, yeah. like we'll probably go shoot like maybe one or two times and then like I'm trying to like honestly reflect and think and like what I do and I'm like wow actually yeah well it's because like the admin stuff I'm putting like editing as well into that yeah like that takes so long if you're doing like or like a selects something together. Too, yeah. like trying to pick out like outfits and that sounds like such like a first world problem you know I what know. I mean but it's it like part of our like job and hours. it's like I want to make sure I pick things that I know my audience can relate to things that I'm gonna like to style things that I think will do well and like things that like I don't already have and like not pick things that I don't need. So it's like a whole process and I feel like I have to go through everything and make sure I'm making the right decisions, which can take a couple hours, honestly, to yeah. go through these websites. And then it's so, like lunchtime and then you gotta send more emails and or, yeah, and then you're responding the to days brands just suddenly or trying over. to like get your deals done and then exactly it's like six o'clock and you're like, What just happened? So I think that's another thing that people don't realize as part of the influencer industry is like a lot of it is like computer time and really building your brand on the back end so yeah don't be like shocked if you're like oh my gosh how do people do all these things and like yeah it takes a long time like it's a lot to like be editing and like you said emails selects all that good stuff so don't be too hard on yourself if you feel like all you're doing is admin because that's what a lot of us are doing yeah definitely but um, along with that is our favorite thing just kidding it's not <laughs> our favorite thing at all but is chasing money so I know we're both definitely dealing with brands who haven't paid us on time yeah this is another like bts um into the whole content creator influencer side of things like you probably will be chasing money from brands like not all brands pay you on time which seems like crazy Like, it seems like that shouldn't be allowed, but there's nothing, you know, I think you could probably sue them, but, like, that costs a lot of money for what the campaign was, but, um, like, yeah, so. And don't be surprised when it's, like, big brands, too. Like, I'm currently, like, trying to get in contact with this, like, really well-known platform for collaborations that I did a collab with and literally just ghosted like the contact stopped responding literally ghost you and this is like a well-known platform that like really boasts about their like relationships with influencers and how they really want to like you know be the leader in the industry so I'm honestly shocked and like a little appalled and like I've like it's been over a month since the campaign is wrapped and like haven't heard anything from them I've followed up three to four times at this point and my next email is going to be like to the owner of the entire company just because it's public information and just like any contacts that I can find and just be like hey what's going on like this wrapped and like 
here's an invoice because it says like I can't get paid I get paid 60 days after the invoice but like no one has asked me for insights or anything so I'm just gonna attach invoice and be like I don't know where I need to send this or what happened like where the communication went but like it's really truly unacceptable that you're like mid-campaign and then your contacts just stop responding I think that's so unprofessional from a brand especially this particular agency or platform because they're just so like vocal about being leaders and it's like I'm shocked honestly yeah and then you'll have like the brand contacts that'll just like stop working there and then like you're and they don't pass you off to anyone yeah yeah and you don't find out until you follow up yeah Uh uh-huh actually that's happened to me twice one of them just like completely didn't pay me but they were not from the U.S. and I shouldn't have taken that campaign it was like kind of early on in my like blogging stuff but like I'm just like I've let it go because like it was such a headache but you will have those instances and so I definitely want to emphasize that you should be very careful with who you take on like make sure they're a legit company yeah and if they're not in the U.S. like make sure you have like honestly ask for payment up front that's what I'm gonna do for like or like not at in least the US half or something because Yeah, because I think, like, things are different when they're not in the U.S. with, like, payment and all that stuff. I don't really know, but I just, like, completely wasn't paid by this company in France, and I was like, okay. But, um, yeah, make sure you're taking on, like, legit companies because there are definitely some scammers out there, but you can Well, it's like we're even getting, like, not scammed, but, like, blown off by, like, legit large companies, like right. it's shocking yeah. that'll happen and I posted it's it shocking. on my stories so if you saw it then you know did they respond no no <laughs> they literally I checked the Instagram and they were like celebrating their team on a boat oh okay yeah so I was like fabulous um but I'm like yeah. okay like I'm I'm just literally so shocked over this you guys so you'll and de- it's like I a think decent amount paid, of money but that's yeah but like yeah I shouldn't it's have annoying. to be working it's really frustrating to get it's it. like that's your paycheck, you know? So it's like that. Plus, we don't I have... think this campaign in general, I had so many issues with like just communications with the campaign manager and, and that's like another like nitty gritty thing. And like this her side. saying it was approved and it wasn't. So I had to take the post down and like it was that's just this to, like, whole thing. I don't know why this, keep ha- twice. this keeps happening. Yeah. And I will tell you another story when we get there. But yeah. Yeah. So chasing money, we talk about it a lot, I feel like, but it's a thing. And like, don't be like, oh, well, oh, well, like, no, like stand up for yourself. Like keep emailing, like you deserve that money. You did the work and like, we shouldn't be working for free. And I loved that meme that was going around. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it's like, sorry, like I can't take an unpaid, like I can't be unpaid to make money for you or something like that. Yeah, Like I won't be taking any unpaid work to make money for you yeah right something like that that. and I was like that's just so true it's like no one else is expected to show up and work for free so why are we yeah it's like honestly getting insulting at this point and like I had this like brand reach out to me and they're like yeah we'd love to gift you two pieces in exchange for two posts um within two to three days after the item is delivered and I was just like the audacity like what it's just like that so is crazy. So weird. So yeah. I mean that definitely still exists and just like don't take it if it doesn't suit you and it's just it's not worth the stress and I think I've really I know I've mentioned this before but I really tell myself like is this campaign good for me? Is it mutually beneficial? Because if it's not, I would rather buy the t-shirt myself for $30, $50, whatever and not have any strings attached to it than be like stressed out about this campaign and like dealing with a brand that's hard to work with if you know what I mean like so yeah anyways I feel like we get really fired up about this and we could like I know talk about it forever but I think like sometimes brands also try to undermine you like they try to make you feel like you deserve less than what you're asking for like they'll say things like oh like with your engagement we feel that x amount is appropriate or they'll say like Oh, that we worked stuff with other creators in this my space. gears. Like same such engagement a as you. I know. And they're like, and they're charging this, which like they probably made up that number. And I really doubt that like Well, it's either you know, I literally are. when that happens, I literally want to respond and be like, Well, first of all, like, you know, I don't care what other people are charging. Yeah, like, These are my okay. rates and how I value my own work. 
Okay, that's the response, ladies. Like, Next oh time, my gosh, like, I'm gonna say yeah. that if it's like a brand I don't care about because I'm just like so over it. Like, you're not comparing it's your salaries to PR reps, like exactly, like your coworkers. Yeah, who are in the same position. Yeah, I just feel like it's really rude when brands do that, and it's like such a turnoff. But that has happened a lot, honestly. I feel like it's like with a lot of companies, just from what I've seen, that aren't U.S. companies. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've UK brands. Companies oh, really? I can't think of like the exact ones. Yeah, but they say it in a nicer way. I want to say, yeah, like, they're just like, oh, like can- with girl. Uh, oh, this actually literally just happened to me with that shoe collab. But it was they're a UK company okay. with the credit and the money that I was like going okay. back and forth oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that was oh, UK. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's like I don't know, but. They're just like, yeah, like, you know, girls who are who have larger followings than you take less but, payment. And I'm like, but like then their... we talk to those girls and they don't. So I think yeah, that either they're just they trying don't. to like bully you a little bit exactly. <laughs> into taking like, less. That's so, so that frustrating. Behind the just scenes. like it know to, to like everyone. stand your ground and be like, thanks for that information. But it's irrelevant because this is my rate for my work right. and like I value my content creation and if this doesn't align with your marketing budget then I'm gonna have to politefully or politefully Polite. that is not a word politely decline <laughs> politely decline I was like or, going with it I was like, like yeah, yeah politefully mm-hmm. decline mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to emphasize that respectfully because I feel and polite yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time so <laughs> But, like, just emphasizing that point because I feel like if I was a smaller creator or maybe just, like, a creator who doesn't talk to a lot of other girls in this space right. and a brand said that to me, like, my – that would, like, shoot my confidence down, like, as yeah. a creator because, like, it's and they know that. hear that. They know that. So, like, just know that, like, the it's a tactic in some ways, I want to say, like, for these brands to get you at a lower – rate because they yeah. also might be like getting and I feel like praised it's for that totally okay to like reach out to someone even if you're not super close with them and you don't have to ask like what exactly they got paid but you can just say hey I saw you worked with this brand did they pay your rate did they pay above your rate or did they kind of pay below yeah, that's your a rate good question because then you can get a asking feel what for you got it paid. exactly and and then that way that person can just be like oh they kind of like lowballed me so then you like kind of know it's exactly. a theme or if they're like no they actually paid really well then you know they're trying to like lowball you mm-hmm. and then you can you know how to respond and be like well actually this is my rate take it or leave it kind of thing but yeah I feel like that's a really good way to ask around like did they pay your rate or was it lower because you yeah know, girls will like I, I would like I would like yeah I'd be like oh they you. definitely like, paid oh, yeah, way they, lower <laughs> or like yeah they like at, they paid me more than what I was originally asking or like what I would have asked or something yeah. like that I think that's just something we should standardize and totally in the industry and just like helping each other out just because there are no like obviously like real rules here and I always just remind myself like I'm like when I pitch myself and I say a rate, I'm like, oh, should I be lower? Like, maybe this is too high. I literally I remind myself there are girls with smaller followings asking for more than me. And then I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm asking for this number. Before, so. <laughs> I'm asking for this number because I exactly. deserve it. And that's what the work Always you know, consists higher. of. So, but yeah, I think those are, those are just like a lot of nitty gritty things that like people don't really talk about or really share behind the scenes on Instagram. And like just a lot of the things that we deal with almost on a daily basis I would say that we will complain to each other and be like oh my god this brand just did this or like I can't believe this so yeah you're not alone definitely reach out we have our Facebook group too if you guys ever have questions you can always post in the Facebook group and be like hey like I want to work with this brand like how did they pay like I'm sure the girls in this group are so sweet people will definitely be willing to like help you out or answer your question if you're not sure if like someone paid well or not or paid at all or whatever the case so definitely utilize that post in the group it's just called the influence community just search it Mm -hmm. on facebook and it'll show up but yeah we have a good group of gals in there and really supportive too so yeah totally okay and then Quickly moving into just the second portion wow. of this really <laughs> quickly. We're always like we so worried our podcasts aren't going to be that long and then they are. So I know like okay. already at 50. Okay. Here we go. So, okay. FTC guidelines. I feel like 
at this point, everyone should know what they are, but if you don't know, that's okay. We're going to tell you what they are and definitely do some research. So if you don't know what FTC stands for, it stands for the Federal Trade Commission, and it's not just related to social media at all. It's like Mm -hmm. overarching for everything. They just have recently started a social media section because what they do is they work, essentially they work to stop deceptive ads and making sure that brands and companies are staying on the right side of the law when doing these kinds of things, which is really great because you can't claim certain things if they're not true. Like you can't have a commercial that says something that's like false about a product or that you claim like there are certain results that'll happen and it won't. So Mm -hmm. I think that's why the FTC is really important. And if you do want to do some more research on your own, you can just go to FTC.gov. That's the website. And then the main article that I've been reading is it's just Disclosure 101 for Social Media Influencers. And there's not that much on it, but I just like recently was put in a situation where I wanted to do research myself because of what a brand Mm -hmm. was saying. So I went and kind of read this and I was like, okay, this is like really good. It's very clear. There's nothing like crazy about it. So essentially it's just like, you know, when you, we all know this, like when you're endorsing products on social media, you just have to make sure it's like obvious when you have a relationship with the brand Mm -hmm. and the FTC calls this a material connection. So if you have that connection to the brand, which can include like a personal relationship, family, employment, or financial, which is means the brand is paying you or giving you free or discounted products or services, you have to disclose that. And I think we can all be better at that. Like definitely sharing more like what's gifted, what's paid. And obviously Instagram has the paid partnership tools that you can use. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's like like, not enough, I guess, according to the FTC. But like it still obviously helps. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, like obviously you also don't want your followers to buy something that you were actually paid to talk about. And then like if they don't like it or if it doesn't work for them or they didn't like think it lived up to the hype as much like then your followers would get upset slash don't trust you as much so you always want to be really really honest when it comes to the hashtag ad the Mm -hmm. partnership thing unfortunately though I will say that like Instagram has proved to kind of give you lower reach when you do have that type of thing and I feel like that makes people not want to do it exactly but because obviously um, like we think Instagram like wants this is like a myth, but like obviously we yeah. think Instagram wants brands to pay for the exposure. So they want mm-hmm. like the brands to boost an ad essentially. Which or you're is making what... money on a free platform. Exactly. And like, I don't even know. So there's a lot of that's things. Made it, but... I feel like that's why you might not see creators do it or maybe they'll do it in like a different way. Like they'll just put like ad, like no, like they'll just put yeah. it somewhere, you know. But um, I think the, the other FTC thing too like, is like, you can't assume that people know your relationship with brands. Like to us, we think it's like super obvious. We're like, oh, duh, we're obviously working with this brand. But to the everyday kind of person, like we were talking about earlier, people who aren't on social media all the time, they might not know what to look for or what it looks mm-hmm. like. So I think it's really important to make sure you're disclosing it how you're supposed to. And the FTC just kind of lists how to properly disclose it. And it's pretty easy. Like you just have to place it where it's hard to miss like it has to be obvious like you can't just like mix it in with your hashtag sets like in a comment under the photo somewhere yeah. hidden like I think it, it has to be in the first line right I think it's like first like, three lines or something like it okay. has to be like before, before it, has it says the, dots. the read more or whatever yeah and like there's different rules like with video like you need to put it on the video as well because if they don't read the caption and they're just watching the video they need to be able to see it in the video and I think the rule on that is about five seconds so it gives the person enough time to see it and you know the FTC says make sure you're using simple and clear language so like we just said ad sponsored partner or saying like the brand's name and then ambassador and then this is the part that I was actually looking up so it's So this is literally, quote unquote, what the FTC says. It says it's fine, but not necessary to include a hashtag with your disclosure, such as hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored. So like for me, because we talked about like we get lower reach when we're doing that, I don't like to use them as hashtags. I just put them in a parentheses. 
you know? Yeah. And like in a little parentheses or yeah, bracket. Kind of make it cute with a little bracket or something. Ad. Yeah. yeah. I like oh, yeah. The, the period ad ones. is cute too, I think. But it's just not using the hashtag so that you're like, for whatever reason, the reach is lower. But mm-hmm. um, the FTC says make sure you don't use like things that could be not clear, such as like SP or like spawn which is like short for sponsored because like a lot of people don't know what that means i don't think i've seen it that much either but like even collab is on that list like that's not very clear about what's happening do you think partner is because sometimes i've seen brands be like oh you just yeah hashtag yeah yeah so that one was good that's in the okay okay, list but usually you want to put like the brand's name in front of partner oh i see so like you know i work with like t3 so like t3 partner t3 T3 brand ambassador whatever so it's like you just want to make sure it's very clear what that relationship is and then like saying like thanks or like ambassador isn't really like clear either because you're like what does that mean like you know and like videos there's like a couple different rules too like you can say like so like with videos it's like kind of complicated because they want you to like have the word ad written somewhere on the video obviously having ad in the caption and then somewhere in the video mentioning like hey like thank you so much for so-and-so for sponsoring this video or like you know this is an ad for blah 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 because it just depends because people consume videos in so many different ways like maybe they don't have the audio on or maybe they're not reading the caption so it's like you have to make sure like if someone goes to your sponsored content it is very very clear that it's like a paid partnership or an ad so I just think the main thing is like you don't have to do hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored and I think a lot of brands are like kind of behind the times on this thing yeah like I recently like when I submit (laughs) when I submit my um like work for approval I don't put hashtag ads in there and like a lot of brands really don't say anything but again the FTC says like it's your job to make these disclosures like obvious it's not the brand's job yeah obviously they're doing approvals and whatnot so but, they're like, not going to emphasize at the it end of the much, day it's like comes down that. to you if like the FTC yeah. is going to come for you and not the brand so I think it's just like important and then I'll just tell you guys this story really quickly so I submitted my content for approval like I did the ad in the hashtag or I didn't use the hashtag I used the parentheses on my ad um in the video because it doesn't matter like why does that I don't understand why the hashtag matters like as long as the word ad is on there like that's all you need to really show especially if you're putting hashtag ad on the video literally that hashtag leads to nothing because like hashtags used to be used for searching things a lot before these like platforms were really turning into kind of like more seo and just keywords it was like hashtags and so i get that but i feel like it's super outdated so i posted my content i posted my stories with like the paid partnership tool and the little ad in parentheses i posted the reel with the little ad in parentheses and then i posted the word ad in the caption with the parentheses and the brand came back to me and they were like, hey, we need you to take down this video immediately. Like, you didn't disclose this properly. Like, you you need to put hashtag ad in your caption. You need to put, ha- you need to take down the video, add hashtag ad to the video. And there were a few other issues. <laughs> and I just basically went and searched the FTC because I was like, wait, wait a second. Like, what are the actual rules? Because I had never looked at them before. So I was like, I'm just going to go do some research and look. So that's how I found this article about the social media 101. And essentially, like I told you guys, like we talked about, it says like you don't, it's not necessary to use the hashtag. It's fine if you want to, but you don't have Mm -hmm. to use it. So I'm so glad I didn't take the video down because I reached back out to the brand and I was like, you know, hey, thank you so much for the feedback. I was really polite about it. But I was like, you know, per the FTC, it does it says that it's not required to have a hashtag. And I copy and pasted the section from the FTC website yeah. into the message. And I was she like did her research. I was like, please refer like to these notes. And like I linked the website, I linked the article, I I copy and pasted the section I read you guys. And I just let them know. Like I was like, I feel like I followed the brief exactly as I was asked and I am in line with the FTC guidelines. I stated ad everywhere that I possibly could. I used my paid partnership tool. I feel like anyone who's coming to see this content (laughs) 
is definitely going to yeah. know it's an ad. Like, it's very clearly an ad. And I feel like if the FTC sees this, they will know it's an ad. Um, totally. You know, just please let me know your thoughts. Like, whatever. And they got back to me and they were like, hi, Lisa, Like, thanks for you know, sending this message. We like agree with you. Like, sorry for the confusion. Like some of these policies are a little outdated. So everything is approved and good to go. So I'm so glad. So good I that you fought did. <laughs> Literally so dot like so yeah that I didn't yeah. take down that video and have to because I would have had to repost it and I really did not want to repost it. Yeah. So it just would have been like a whole mess. So if you're ever questioning anything, like feel free to like do your research, reach out to the brand and mm-hmm. like be like hey this is what i found like what are your thoughts like this is what the ftc says like you know and it's like maybe the brand's not bullying you but they just don't know so it's like a good thing to like make them aware if that makes totally. sense i guess yeah but yeah i feel like a lot of people don't talk about the ftc so yeah i just know it's go. important it's on <laughs> you to do it and we just analyze that entire like, article for you guys yeah and you're really just like creating trust with your community as well when yeah. you do disclose it, of course. Yeah, because people don't want to feel like they're being lied to or fake. Exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I think that kind of wraps up this episode. Um, yeah, I feel like it ended it's up a, being a longer one. A lot one, of like a word, word dump, but yeah. hopefully, again, we just want to share things that like people don't talk about or that yeah. people aren't very transparent about on actual social media so that this yeah, can be or, a resource yeah. for you guys because this is totally. these are things that we're dealing with like every single day literally mm-hmm. you know yeah. so it's it's a lot but it's like what we've learned along the way and like we just want to help you guys so you don't get stuck in situations that we've been stuck in before and had to like figure out yeah so I think it really just comes exactly. down to like having confidence in yourself like standing up to yourself if you feel like you aren't being you know not treated wrong or just like that the situation isn't being handled properly or if you think that you're doing something wrong like right I hope this gave a little bit of clarity and insight into exactly the nitty-gritty stuff and FTC stuff so we hope you guys loved this episode feel free to let us know if you ever want us to talk about a certain topic you know, because we're always looking yeah, for ideas and things that you guys want to hear so that you're interested in listening to our podcast. But thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, we appreciate you guys. Love you guys so much. And I think that's yes. pretty much it for this week. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening, of course. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.